Well, welcome again to another podcast, Down to Earth, but Heavenly Minded. I'm your host, Irv Risch. I want to just start out this podcast by asking you a question. Uh, there are some out here on the internet that uh, might have had a tragedy in their life, and they're really bitter towards God. And there are people out there that are this way. And my story today is about a young fellow who was exactly that way, William Dixon. And uh, as we get into the story, you'll see why he was bitter towards God. Uh, and there are things that happen in our life that cause us to become bitter. But that's not the answer. Becoming bitter is not going to help matters at all. But a lot of times we're angry and we lash out at God. And that's exactly what this young fella did. And uh, with that said, I'm going to uh, just switch my screen here and we'll get into our story. The story is about a scarred hand. Well, the story starts out by saying William Dixon uh, doubted there was a God. I know at one time I did too. Even in... Even if there was, he could not forgive him for taking away his young wife, Mary. Just two years after they were married, she died, and a little boy had also died, and Dixon felt desolate and alone and bitter. Now, things might happen in your life, and you might feel the same way. A few years after Mary's death, fear struck the little village. Uh, old Peggy Willow's cottage caught fire and burned to the ground. The poor woman was pulled out alive, although nearly suffocated by smoke. Suddenly, the bystander heard the terrible voice of little Ricky Willows, Peggy's orphan grandchild. Awakened by the flames, he was, he had run uh, streaking through the attic window. You know, this was a tragedy, uh, but it took great courage for this to happen, horrified, the crowd gazed at the child in the window, but it was too late to save him. The stairway had already collapsed. Suddenly, William Dixon rushed to the burning cottage, climbed up the now hot iron pipe, and took the trembling boy in his arms. Down he came again, holding the child in his arms while supporting him by his, his uh, left arm. Just as the smoke, or just as the smoking wall fell, the two safely reached the ground. Ricky wasn't hurt, but Dixon's hand, which he held on to the pipe, was terribly burnt. 
The burn healed, but the left, but it left a deep scar he would carry to his grave. Poor Peggy didn't recover. She died soon after. Who would look after Ricky? Well, James Lofta, a, resp- a respected man in the community, begged that Ricky be given to him to adopt. He and his wife law, uh, uh, longed for a little son of their own. To everyone's surprise, Will Dixon made a similar request. Well, let's talk about the decision. The minister, the miller, and others assembled to describe between, decide between the two. Mr. Hayward, the miller said, it is very kind of both uh, Lufton and Dixon to offer to adopt the orphan boy. But I am in great perplexity into which of them ought to have him. Dixon, having saved his life, had the first claim. On the other hand, Lufton and his wife, uh, and the care of a mother is necessary to a child. Well, Mr. Lipton, the minister said, a man of Dixon's athletic notion cannot be suitable guardian for the child, while Lufton and his wife are both Christian people and would train up the child in a way he should go. Dixon saved the child's body, but the boy will have to have a sad future if Dixon leads him uh, to an eternal ruin. We will hear what the application themselves have to say and then vote. Mr. Hardwood turned to Mr. Lufton. Mr. Lufton began, Well, gentlemen, my wife and I lost a little boy of our own not long ago, and we feel the child would fill the vacant place. We would do our best to bring him up in the fear of the Lord, because a child so young needs a mother to look after him. Good, Mr. Lufton. Now, Mr. Dixon. I have only one argument, sir, and it's this, answered Dixon quietly, as he looked, as he took the bandages off his badly scarred hand and held it up for them to see. For a few moments, quiet settled over the room. The eyes of some dimmed with tears. Something in the sight of that scarred hand appealed to the sense of justice. He had a claim on the boy because he had suffered for him. So when the question was put to a vote, the majority decided in favor of William Dixon. Ricky never missed a mother's care. For, uh, for Will was both father and mother to the orphan. 
you know, this boy, and he lavished him uh, with all the pent-up tenderness of his strong nature upon the child he had saved. So a new heir began for Dixon. Ricky was a clever boy and quickly responded to his adopted father's training. He adored him with all his heart. He remembered how Daddy had saved him from the fire and had claimed him because of the hands so horribly burned for his sake. He moved Ricky to tears and show, showered kisses on the hand that had been scarred for him. Well, there's another hand. One summer, a great exhibit of a painting came to town, and Dixon took Ricky to see them. The boy was greatly interested in the picture and the stories his daddy told about some of them. One of the Lord Jesus uh, reproving Thomas impressed him most. Underneath was the words, Reach hither thy fingers, and behold my hands. John twenty twenty seven. Ricky read the words and said, Please, Daddy, tell me the story of the picture. No, not that one. Why not that one? because the story I don't believe. Oh, but that's nothing, urged Ricky. You don't believe the story of Jack the Giant Killer, but it's one of my favorites. Tell me the story of the picture, please, Daddy. So Dixon, to Ricky's great interest, told the story. It's like you and me, Daddy, said the boy. When the Lovedons wanted me, you showed them your hand. Maybe when Thomas saw the scars on the good man's hands, he felt like he belonged to him. I suppose so, answered Dixon. The good man looked so sad, said Ricky. I guess he was sorry that Thomas didn't believe at first. It was bad of him not to, wasn't it? After Jesus had died for him. Dixon didn't answer, and Ricky went on. I wouldn't have been bad for me if, when they told me about you and the fire, I said, I didn't believe you had done it. Wouldn't it, Daddy? I don't want to think about him, my boy but maybe he loves Jesus after that thought, like I love you. When I see your poor hand, Daddy, I love you more than millions and millions. Tired little Ricky fell asleep, hugging his daddy. Dixon slept uh, fitful, fitfully that night. He couldn't get the tender, sorrowful face in the painting out of his thoughts. He dreamed that at Lovitz were compelled, compelling for the custody of Ricky. 
But when he showed his scarred hands, the boy turned away from him. A bitter sense of injustice uh, surged up in his heart. He did not yield to the influence at once, but his love for Ricky had softened his heart. Being an honest man, Dixon could, couldn't help seeing that his claim on Ricky's love uh, condemned him because he had denied the claim of the hand that had been pierced for him. Seeing the child's warm-hearted gratitude towards him for saving his life, Dixon felt ashamed of himself. Well, the story has an open heart. After a while, Dixon's heart became more open. He found out by reading the Bible that just as Ricky belonged to him, so he belonged to the Savior who had been wounded for his transgressions. Dixon finally yielded his body and soul and spirit into the keeping of the blessed hands which had been pierced for him. Have you too bowed to the claims of Christ's love? Can you see him dying on Calvary's cross for you, dying to put your sins away? See from his hand, his head, his hands, his feet, sorrow and love flowing, mingling down. Did such love and sorrow meet, or thorns compose so rich a crown? He was despised, and we esteem him not. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Isaiah 53 verses 3 and 5. His own self bear our sins in his own body in the tree. 1 Peter 2.24 May your heart respond to the love of the Lord Jesus who died so that you could be saved. Accept him as your Savior today. Look at the scars in his hand his feet, and his side. He loved you so much, he died for you. Just think about that. Well, as usual, the ending scene, you know, Christ died for us on the cross of Calvary. And you can read all about it in your Bible. That's where God is, and he can be found. Jesus Christ, is God in the flesh. They named him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Gee, God loves us so much, he became a man. He came down to earth, and he died on the cross for your sins and for mine. With that said, I'm going to end my podcast. Lord bless.